Hi, and welcome to the show today. It's uh, it's 101. Philip, what time is it there? 501? 6, 6.01. And then we're going to get, remember, we have daylight savings here this week, so we're going to be all kinds of confused. Oh, I don't know if we have right. that. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the podcast edition of the show. It's Eric Chase and the fam, as usual, on a Friday. Uh, it's Eric. Philly T is joining us from the UK, and there's a lot to get to with that. Um, he's our correspondent for all things royal drama. Bethany is here. Is, is Maddie with us today? She is. What's up, Five Head? Oh, God. You let him call her that? Thank you. She started it. The baby started it? Is that what you're saying? No, Bethany started it. Oh, so what we're not going to do is Friday. The fact that she has a large forehead. That right. is hereditary. Um, she looks adorable in those pictures. She's five months now? Yep. Okay. Um, I'm glad she made it. I mean, it was, uh, it, it was touch and go there for probably eight seconds, and then bam, here she is. Yep. She's, she's here. She's getting an attitude. Is she really? I mean, maybe not, but I sense the attitude. Bethany, are you listening to us on your computer? No, I'm in the car. Mmm, doing what? I got. I'm getting ready for tomorrow. Tomorrow's a big day. All right, let's let's do let's do the stepping out promo right now. Oh, okay. And you're on. <laughs> and you're on. So yeah, so tomorrow, so TSA, our big annual fundraiser that we do every year is called Stepping Out. And, and we do it at the Renaissance, and it's a big blowout, and there's an auction and performances and all kinds of, you know, wine pulls and fun social things, and that's clearly not happening this year. So instead, we're doing it virtually, but it's still going to be fun. Um, we just finished the video last night, so everything goes live tomorrow at 7 p.m., and all you have to do is go to the TSA website ts4arts.org um, the number four arts.org and click on the stepping up um, logo and that will take you to the site to register it's completely free there's auction items on there we're doing a raffle for a yeti cooler full of adult beverages Ooh, it's super fun th- let's, yeah. let's stop right there this thing is massive in fact if I were a very conservative parent of a TSA student, I might have a problem with the amount of alcohol they've shoved in there to raise money for my school. Like, it's, yeah. it's old school. Philip calls out of work at 5.45 <laughs> to the morning rush. I can't make it in. Philip, stay home. Kind of cooler of, of liquor. Do you know, like, I mean, I went to a Catholic school and we had basically alcohol gambling nights in our gymnasium that our parents went to. So I think TSA parents are going to be A-OK with this Yeti cooler. Yeah, it's massive. Listen, we we didn't even, like, so many schools and so many fundraisers have done this. And we're like, all right, like, we, we're going to try this. But the problem is, mm-hmm. obviously, we can't purchase alcohol. So everything has to be donated. And then put into the raffle so um we've had a lot of people that have helped us out uh which is cool but i'm excited i'm excited with how much stuff is actually in it i have a question so i mean i have several questions my first one being is can i participate from here and when do the auction close i'm not staying up i'm five hours ahead of you guys i'm not staying up till like 2 a.m to do auction stuff like so here's the cool part. So we are using Qtago and Qtago is really well known for its like online auction abilities. And when the pandemic started, they were like all these 
you know, organizations want to do online fundraisers and online events. Let's figure that out. So the cool part is that Qtago houses everything. So you can log in. It will premiere at seven o'clock tomorrow night, but you can log in when you wake up the next day and mm -hmm. still watch it. Oh, um, outstanding. So you'll just click. Yep. So you'll <laughs> log in. The auction is on there. The raffle is on there. You click the live stream at the top. It will take you to the video. You can watch the video. Um, you can donate. Like everything will premiere at seven o'clock tomorrow, but you can watch it whenever and the auction will not close until march 23rd oh hey so okay days. yeah yeah so people have 10 days to get on there at their leisure um okay and can still participate the raffle and auction will close on the 23rd so my next question i'm not gonna do the raffle obviously because like i'm not in toledo but since i'm not in toledo and i may want to buy some stuff if i win this yeti cooler who's oh my god look at that eric just sent me a picture of it fuck Oh, excuse me, language. Yeah, oh, dude. Um, dude. So if I win this, like if I put money down and like I win this, who's going to hold on to it for me so I get to Toledo? Uh, whoever. I mean, I'm looking at one of you two. This is why I'm asking. <laughs> but you have to hold on to it and not drink it. See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, Philip, like I said, like We're that. enabling you. Philip, that, 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 this thing is stuffed with like what I used to call or what I would call a, 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 an old weekend of yours. Basically, I mean, like that Jameson, that Glenn, that Glenn Levitt, that Red River, like this is rocking my world right now. You got, you have all Toledo oh, Spirit stuff in there too. Yeah, yeah, we have Toledo Spirit stuff. We have um, vodka from Mommy Bay Brew. So it's, I'm so, I'm so geeked about it. Like I'm so excited about it. Mm, I'm down. Uh, it's gonna be yeah. a good time tomorrow night. And will we see? Uh, is uh, is a is the greatest. Oh, oh, sorry about that. Was was the greatest flying pig, right? Flying pigs. Not, yeah. Was the greatest flying pig of all time? Did he put on any funky shoes? Um, who's the greatest flying pig I of all so time? I was so confused. Do you have to even ask? Dave Gertie. Are, are we talking about the, the fat man? You know. The fat man. I'm not going to reveal. If you had to, off the top of your head, do the top five flying pigs of all time, who would they be? Oh, gosh. I don't even know. I mean, Gerky's a flying pig, obviously, but, like, the true flying pigs are the alumni. Me mm -hmm. being one of them, obviously. Obviously. Um, you would put yourself in over you your may... dad? Well, again, I'm saying alumni are the true flying pigs. Okay. Um. There's, God, to, to narrow it down, that, that would be too hard. Okay. There's so many. The TSA Nation is huge. Fair enough. All right. Um, well, good luck with everything tomorrow night. I'm going to tune in for a little bit when uh, when I get some time to watch because it's such a cool event. And um, hopefully Philip wins the liquor. I've just shared it on my Facebook page if anybody wants to see that. So hopefully that uh, that does some things. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I... I was listening to the radio today. I was on my satellite radio and um, an artist came on. The, 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 the DJ um, presented a new song by an artist I greatly dislike because I believe, and you could say this, you could probably believe this about a lot of artists these days. I think this artist has a l very loose grasp of English. Um, and I don't mean, I don't. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm mad. I'm intrigued. I don't mean that 
like yeah. in an ethnic or racist way because this person is very American. I just think that again they, they have not grasped the 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 full robust nature of what we have in our in our wonderful language. I mean, is Maybe it a situation they didn't make it through fourth grade English? Yes. Stop it. That. Is it, a, is it a situation where they're like making up words? Because people make up words all the time when they can't find sub to rhyme. Like this, we got fascism on Nizzo from Snoop Dogg because he just couldn't figure out life. So. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think it's more Bethany's thing. Like at some point they're okay. just like, you know what? Fifth grade is not for me. And I think I've gotten to where I need to be to hold conversations with other people in my culture. And unfortunately, this person became a megastar. And I am I'm fully embarrassed because I'm like, oh, shit, I kind of like this song. Let me play some of this for you. Yep. Oh, my God. I like it, too. My mind goes straight to Viagra if it's up that is stuck. Like, why? So here's the thing. You're absolutely right about her, like, her English level. I don't know. She she did just give up at some point. And she was just like, this is just me. This is how I speak. This is this is life. Uh, but you know, that song isn't even new. It, it's got to be. No, hot. it's not. The song is old. It just, like, it's the video new. came out or TikTok happened. And, there like, she, go. like, released it again. But, like, it's not a new song. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well... <clears throat> Um, good. I'm glad I didn't hear it sooner. <laughs> I, I despise her. Like her, her, her poor grasp of our language really bothers me. So it hurt me when I heard that this morning and I was like, this is catchy. Cardi B gave us, oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, so Bethany on Monday, um, I texted, uh, our, our Royal correspondent, Philly T and he never got back to me and I figured yeah. he just wanted nothing to talk about with the Royal stuff and I don't care at all I already told I told Alex earlier this week she watched the stuff I, I don't like good for them for speaking out blah 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 but I don't get people's fascination with the Royals so yeah. we were on it for a couple of days here everybody was all over it and you know good for Megan and good for Harry and blah 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 and they they were treated so poorly blah more things that I'm, I wasn't surprised at all by um, what was the reaction over there like if you spoke out against the, the palace would you disappear <laughs> so I mean you heard like the Probably. news of what happened over here right no. like you know Pierce Morgan, you didn't hear about all oh, that yeah. stuff? Another person yeah. I don't care about. Like, can they Exactly. Um, I saw he like walked off and he's like, it wasn't because of Megan. And you know oh, what? Can they BS. just can they just put him on the UK version of Fox News already? He basically is UK version of Fox News. So like the thing about it here is that people aren't surprised. You know, Prince Harry just came out um yesterday or today and said that his family is not racist. But I mean, if you think about the situation, I mean it's it's the royal family. Like they were bred through racism and right. and co and colonizing and everything else. And the other big thing about it is that, like, if you think about it, 
regardless of if they said something about the kid's skin, having a concern of it, or whatever the case may be, the simple fact is that they didn't want to make him a prince because his mom was not in the royal bloodline. Like, they they much rather deal with incest than deal with actually having, like, a black kid in their bloodline or a black kid represent them as a royal family. Like, it's just, it's a really crazy thing. But the sentence over here to basically was either you're with Pierce Morgan to where you think that Meghan Markle is a liar and she's an actress and she, she basically uprooted... Um, uh prince prince harry from his family and made him move over and turn his back on his grandmother or you're with like the rest of people who have common sense and they just realize that they can have a much happier and better life outside of a family that you can't be yourself in like you can't talk you know you know like the queen made years ago she made a, like a declaration for her family that they don't make comments politically so they, they never pick one side or the other they don't they don't do that because they don't want to seem as if they are choosing right but that doesn't make sense like you need to fucking choose like excuse my language but you need to choose like you you are a monarch you're one of the only monarchs left in the entire world you can't just sit back on the sidelines and just not pick a side can i ask but, you a question mm -hmm. about the the um not harry the william, the william thing william yeah how come nobody pulled him aside and said and I'm speaking like one of his friends of color. I'm sure he has friends of color. He is he is a millennial. Like he is not part of whatever old school thinking. Maybe he is a little bit, but I think he I, I think he's a decent human being. Why didn't anybody go, bro? You can't say the family's not racist. That's basically saying waving the flag, <laughs> saying we're a bunch of racists. Like is that's that's in the racist handbook. As soon as somebody gets caught saying something racist, they say, oh no, I'm not a racist. I I'm, I'm sorry for what I said, but I am not a racist. Because you must also understand, like, first of all, I doubt that those boys have any, like, true black Caribbean African friends. But you must understand that it's also like the family may have their point of view and everything else, but they're also, they're the oldest institute in the UK. Like, they're still a company. You know what I mean? Like, the royal family mm -hmm. is a company. So the company also tells them what they can, can't do, what they can, and what they can't say. And at the end of the day, it's like you have to make a statement about what your brother said. But mm -hmm. this should be what your statement is. So no matter what, like, that's the thing, like, you're trapped in this family because you do what they tell you to do. You do what the institution tells you to do. That's another reason why Harry left. He's like, I just, I don't, I don't think it's healthy for me to live in that. I don't have the same things at stake that my brother and my dad do. Like, my brother is going to be king after my dad dies. My dad's going to be king after my grandmother dies. I don't have that. I'm just going to be a prince. So I just, I'm done. Like, I don't want to deal with it. And no, there's nothing wrong with that. And I wonder if you no. were closer in line to being king, if this would have all played out the way that it was. Probably not. But again, no. I don't care. Like, go be normal Los Angeles. So I learned from one of my friends that they have flyers printed out for every day of the, of the year for like the next five years of the queen dying. Like they're prepared for this woman to die in all aspects. When I tell you that they have like Prince Philip is in the hospital, if something were to happen to him, they have like a 10 day like mourning situation for the entire country for just Prince Philip. If there was a queen, I think it's like 30 days that they mourn and they wear black and they have like these fanfares and everything else. I made a joke walking with Danny not too long ago about like the queen will probably die. Nobody won't know for like two or three weeks. Well, granted, we were at Windsor Castle. I will tell you this, but at the same time, like you would have thought that I like peed on one of her portraits. Like the way that people look at you, the way that people like, and people were, they love this woman. They love this family. And they look past all the faults that they've done in the past, which blows my fucking mind, but. 
It's a thing. Because it's been embedded in their culture for centuries. And yeah. I, I'm not surprised that they have dates for flyers. I mean, don't we really... Didn't we do that for, like, Lindsay Lohan for a long time? And all, <laughs> hasn't somebody already written Britney's obituary? Like, I, I mean, yeah. I think we're all to the point now where, like, wow, that person just died, and that's like a 300-word obituary. How'd they crank that out so fast? And Stay by ready. Way, Prince Philip, as far as we know, not dead. So you really whiffed on that. <laughs> as far as we know, not dead. But also, you must understand, all these shenanigans have been going on. So if he were to die, nobody would care at this point in time. Bethany, do you have, like, the, the royal gossip gene in you? Do you care? I don't care. I think most Americans don't really care. About these people. Yeah. I really, I just don't care. And... The thing is, like, we have celebrities and people that are of a certain status that up until recently have gotten away with the same stuff. So I can't even say that, like, how do, how do these people, you know, still idolize? We did. We did for a long time until we decided, you know, as a majority country to not put up with it anymore. So yeah. I think it's just going to have to be the, determined by the people of England if they want to if they want to deal with that or not but I also don't know like it could be mafia situation where like you're never going to get rid of these people because mm-hmm. there's a bloodline and they run that country I don't know if but you can don't... escape it they don't, they don't really run, run anything but... they don't run anything yeah the, and Alex and I talked about this earlier this week Bethany well I don't so I don't know most or the amount of people that follow the royals here in this country, the, the ones that do, they wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning and watch a wedding. Alex said she did. I have other friends who, like, if Kate wears a different color, she loses her mind. So the people that are into it are all the way in. And you know you know what they are? Um, they're modern. They're not an anarchy anymore. They're not a monarchy anymore. They're influencers. Because, yeah. Philip, as you know, like... I mean, they, they're the original reality TV. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And, you know... Then the Kardashians became that here. Like that's exactly what exactly. it is. They have no they they have some political clout, but they can't do policy. But if they put a tweet out or an Instagram, like it matters. People, people run and buy stuff. And it's yeah. the same thing and like I I I abhor both. So but Philip, it'll probably take a long, long time to move away from that because it's been it's literally been part of that country for thou- for yeah. two thousand years or however long you know, England has been around. The thing that surprised me that I was slightly shocked over, but I think it's been said before, but just not to this like the murmurs have not been this loud of people like calling for, you know, the monarchy to basically be defunded and to be overturned. Like it's one of those situations and granted, it's more so the younger generations and more of the oppressed uh, people that are in this country, but at the same time, like what I think was like, you know, murmurs and whispers years before is now kind of getting a little bit louder. So they got to figure something out. It's literally going, what good are you? Like you're supposed to be yeah. ambassadors for our country yeah. and make our country look good. And when you stop yeah. doing that, you outlive your usefulness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious. I mean, like if, if her son takes over, um, Charles, if I think it is Charles, if he takes over, what what are his views going to be? And then if William takes over, what are, what is he going to do with it? Like there has to be something changing. They can't keep the same tradition year in year out and not expect people to be over it. You have to change something. Why? So we'll see. I look at memes every day, and I, I from what I've learned from memes is she's never dying. So oh it's no, yeah, probably like, too, too soon to worry about the succession plan. Her and Betty White belong to the same like 
club of drinking young people's bloods or doing whatever the hell it is they're doing. Like, I, I promise you, her and Betty White, and I thought Larry King too, like, they all meet up like once a month and they do some sort of ritual because there's no way in hell they're going to be kicking it. <laughs> we gotta keep we gotta keep her alive oh yes knock on wood um tell me bethany if maybe you're feeling this so i thought we've talked about this a couple of weeks ago like i'm feeling good my dad got his first vaccination we kind of discussed like a timeline for him coming to visit and bringing me pretzels and blah 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 like barring tens and tens of thousands of people or several states being totally reckless and Texas could very well do that. Like, I think we're going to come out of this pandemic and we're going to be mostly done with it by um, the time summer wraps up. So I'm feeling some dread and I know I do have some regret thinking and feeling this way, but again, I kind of thrived during all this. I like the isolation. I liked not saying I don't want to hang out with you. No, I'm declining your invite or seeing you upset when I show up and then leave your little social thing. And uh, we're going to get back to that soon. So I, I do have a little, and I don't have social anxiety. It's just not how I choose to have fun. But um, it, it's coming back. Like we're we're full speed ahead towards towards doing really well. So I wanted to get your guys' feelings on this. Obviously, Phil, yours is different over there in the UK. But Bethany? So my feeling, and mind you, I found out I was pregnant in February of last year. So, even though I was pregnant and birthed a child for the first time, my life for the last year has been a lot less stressful. And so, that's kind of what, the thing that I'm, I wouldn't say dreading. Dreading is a strong word. The thing that I'm not looking forward to is the fact that everything's going to come back and then everything's going to get way more stressful. So I enjoyed the fact that everyone was kind of like taking a step back and really evaluating what was important and having time to like, just, I don't know. I just, I was able to like go home at night and do something I wanted to do instead of like constantly jump from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. And it was just like this like slower paced lifestyle that I enjoyed and it's probably going to blow up in a dumpster fire pretty soon. <laughs> we're all going to start going back and doing a 50 million things a day. And it was just nice to like almost feel like you're traveling back in time. But on the other hand, using technology is your only form of communication most times. So it was like this weird dichotomy of like, Old, old world and new world coming together. The extroverts are revving their engines. Listen. Philip, how about you? Um, well, you know, like, I came to this country and basically everything got shut down on me and I wasn't able to get out and about. And when I first got here, like, it wasn't the place I wanted to be. And I, I really didn't go out or do anything. And you guys know me, like, I can't be a social butterfly when I want to be and I can be around people who I would like to be around. So I think that I'm the complete opposite of Bethany at this point. Like, I'm looking forward to things getting back a little bit hectic. Like, I enjoyed having that little bit of strain on my life to where I I was, like, almost on the cusp of not being able to handle everything I put myself through. And I've been so relaxed and so not able to do that lately that I think it's, like, lowered my drive for, like, fulfillment. 
And that was my huge issue in the beginning is like, I, I didn't feel fulfilled because I wasn't achieving anything. So I look forward to kind of getting back to that, like that hectic push and pull of life and getting back out there. I'm just, I'm just scared because I'm in a new place. And like she said, like, and like you said, Eric, like people are revving their engines and when they get the green light, they're going to push pedal to the metal and they're going to go. And like, ah, I'm going to be like a deer in the headlights, but I'm going to get to it, obviously. But you, uh, you're more of a social butterfly, maybe not now as you get older and crankier. Um, <laughs> I, I had coffee with Nick Comives last week and we sat around for like three hours talking and he, I mentioned you and he was wondering how you were. I was like, he's great. Like he's getting into like old crotchetiness from, mm-hmm. you know, but mostly being locked up there, but also like your success at Apple and being older. So, but I, I am looking forward to you being able to live as a, as an expat over there and, and enjoy the country, yeah. which you didn't get to do. Although you did some traveling, like when you first got there, didn't you guys, mm-hmm. didn't you like unload your stuff and then go to Greece for a wedding? Yeah. I went to Cyprus, Berlin, Paris, uh belfast amsterdam we went to a few places but we also got cut off right before we went to italy which is one of the places i definitely want to go to so that is like on the list high once this all comes up yeah not then (laughs) not then (laughs) Um, and i know that there are people like me who they're fine in the isolation but they have missed family members that they mm-hmm. want to hug and, and touch. In fact, there was like a, a website that I go to for news showed an older couple hugging and that was like the headline for the day. And, and we're getting to that. And I guess this is just me being different and it goes back to me having intimacy problems in, in all facets of my life. Not in just the, the very you know standard way of a partner, but um, I don't have intimate, intimate connections with a lot of things. But for me... I'm totally okay having not seen my dad since that time he surprisingly FaceTimed me with Paul in like April. Um, the last time I physically saw him was I think December of 2019 he visited and that's been that. So it's been a year and a half and I've gone I think a longer time than that with seeing him and I don't have a ton of uh, a ton of family. Obviously it's him and my brother and Tracy and phoenix and i have a couple of uncles but that's it but even uh i was thinking about like you guys yesterday i I was thinking of i think i've seen ashley once since all this um floyd a lot less but but actually i've seen ashley the least of anybody but bethany I, i i don't think i've seen you more than three or four times alex i've seen more but i've always been good at keeping relationships up via the technology that we can take advantage of and that's able to fulfill my need for connection um but good for all you people who want to get out there and hug and touch others i don't know about touch others i just want to get out in the world (laughs) i don't still i still don't like people yeah like our my family is is definitely been the the hardest part just because obviously i had madigan and like no nobody's met her yet you know except for like my immediate family so um we're starting to there's a lot of my family members who have gotten the vaccine um and we're starting to kind of try and plan like me coming over with with her and so that they can meet her and that that's exciting just because you know there's family that like i said before didn't even see me pregnant like i haven't seen them since the holidays last year so so people out here thinking you're snatching babies is that what's happening yeah i mean it's (laughs) it's 
it's just bizarre. So, you know, I like I like the school <clears throat> lifestyle, but I miss my family and I miss like getting together with people. Um, I just kind of hope that like my home work life balance can be a little more balanced than the craziness that I was in before. And that might happen naturally because I have a kid and, you know, I never want to use that as an excuse to not do something, but it's a great excuse to use not to do something though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's good. And it's, and it can be used when I need to. Um, So that's kind of nice. You know, like there's, there's definitely this level of, Oh, well, like before I even was married or, you know, Oh, you're, you're the single, you know, no kid person that can handle all of this on the weekends because you don't have anywhere to be, you don't, you know, you don't have any responsibilities. And yes, there's a level of that and I was happy to do it. But now, you know, after I got married, I was like, okay, like I need to go home at night for, you know, at least a couple nights a week. And now that I've met again, it's like, okay, I, I have a kid at home. Like I can't, I can't be doing these crazy hours and, and running all this stuff. So it's kind of, it's kind of like I can pass it on to the next generation, hopefully, and, and kind of move into this place of being able to have a better balance in my life. And it's, it's just kind of weird, like that all of this has happened in this pandemic year. Like I've had these huge life shifts all at the same time as well as the pandemic. So it's, it's been crazy, but it's kind of been nice because I'm able to like reformulate everything at the same time. And I have excuses all the way around. And being so able, it's, it's like been a, interesting. And being able to be home with Maddie, as opposed to, all right, uh, maternity leave is, is over and go to the babysitter. And then you miss your kid every day. And so you've been there for some formative things and they get those, five head pictures and um yeah 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 i mean it's it's been a crappy year it's been nuts but i you know i personally can say it's kind of been a blessing in disguise in some areas and so for for what it's been and for what we've lost like there's things that i've definitely gained from it so i just try to stay positive about it and you know the the when the weather turns and it gets nice if we can start having gatherings outside and things like that, it's just, it's going to make it that much better because we're going to feel like, you know, we're, we're now we're able to embrace the, the seasons that we, we look forward to because of where we live. So I'm just, I'm excited. Have fun at those things. I'll be home. (laughs) No, I'll Did you guys, God, did you guys see the, uh, I don't know, it was like a, a woman in Missouri or something, but um, she got like the green light to go ahead and see her grandkids, which she hasn't been able to like to see her hug yes. in a really long time. Oh, and the doctor wrote her a prescription and he gave her the prescription and it said, you can hug your grandkids. And she like lost it. And then she was able to hug her. It was like, it's one of those situations when you see like, not to compare like an animal to a kid, but like when you see a dog, see like their master after they've been off to war. And like you just get teary eyed. Like that kid hugged that woman. And I was like, I'm not oh. crying. You're crying. I'm not crying. You're it crying. What's me. happening? Maybe that. Maybe that was. Me. Maybe that was the picture from the headline that I saw. Maybe. Maybe it so. could be. But um, yeah, and I just hope that people recognize. Everybody's done a lot of self evaluation over the last 
year, like you described very eloquently, Bethany. And I, I hope that people recognize, you feel, you know, there are a lot of times like I don't want to go out or I would leave early or whatever. And, and there were time, there were people, other people like not you, but people might take some of my behavior um, personally or feel, oh, yeah. or feel insulted. And I never really worried about that. It's just, it's just, it's just me. Like we, we are different human beings. We enjoy different things. All right. So, um, but I'm, I'm, I am confident that we're in a great direction right now, and uh, it's 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 historic that, and I don't want to dig too much into the science of this, but it's historic that they were able to crank out a vaccine that has the high efficacy that it does. Th- three of them, there might be four of them. So there's Moderna, Pfizer, and Johnson and Johnson. Am I missing one? Mm-hmm. There's loads of them. I'm not sure what you guys have there, but yeah. Yeah. So there's. there's I only know those three. Yeah. Yeah, there's three of them. I think the Johnson & Johnson one is the newest, and the efficacy is down in the 70 percentile. But if you're in that 70 percent that works, you'll I think you only need the one shot. And from what I had seen over all of this and, and, and read, and I don't think I read a bunch of, like, underground bullshit on the Internet, like, it is historic. Like, it is a true scientific achievement to have made a vaccine for a vi- mm-hmm. for a. Uh, a novel virus like in under a year and to get it to work because if you go to other places, I mean, it takes years to develop a vaccine. And once we we get, is it because of the development of it or is it because they usually have to spend a lot of time jumping through hoops with the FDA and everything? I think it's everything. I think it's absolutely, I think it's absolutely everything because now we can ask, um, like people are like, well, how can they do this? But we can't have something more effective for the flu, or or why can't we have something for this virus or this illness? And once we move farther and farther away from this, we can go, okay, maybe we can um, contribute resources to this because really, at some point, I'll come across an article and it will scientifically and more accurately portray just how historic a human achievement this was. I, I've seen people say that it, it takes years sometimes decades to mm-hmm. develop any kind of functional working vaccine <clears throat> to this level and, and again like we just sent that thing to mars this thing is right up there with that having been able to do this like i i truly believe by fall we're going to be in a great place and have this under control with the exception of a handful of idiots and like a year and a half to beat a pandemic that for the first six months was fumbled around like it was a a hard-boiled egg? Hell yeah. I mean, this is amazing. <clears throat> I mean, Good yeah, time. I think it's great. I, I just, I just, I just think it's great. Like you said everything and it's, it's, a, I mean, I don't want to get into it, but yeah, people, people have the thing about, oh, well, you know, we came up with this so quick. Why don't we have this? Why don't we have that? And like, you know, there are scientists behind it, but there's also like such backing for the fact that, you know, it's it's putting so many people in the hospital and killing people. And we know that there's a way to get over it because people are getting over it. There's a lot to it, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's amazing. Um, On to some other stuff. I, I just saw today, there's a guy who goes by Jim. He's been putting in, uh, like temporary speed bumps in his neighborhood. Mm, um, that's illegal. Hillcrest and Hillcrest Avenue and Willie's Parkway. Um, the stop sign on Hillcrest is at the end of an 11 block stretch without stop signs. It's the heart of a neighborhood with two parks, a pool, a senior center. His fear at that one day there will be a tragedy from people driving reckless or fast. I know that Sam Meldon has also wanted people to slow down in the old orchard neighborhood. Um, so, Bethany, 
do uh, do you, do you have a problem, especially now as you have a, a little a little crier? Um, <laughs> do you have an issue with the way people drive through your neighborhood? One hundred percent. In fact, I would uh, put a speed bump in front of my house any day. Really? Um, because we're a through street and it's not a good road. Like it's very bumpy. It needs to be repaved, and I. You know, my car goes flying if I hit a pothole going 20, 25. So I don't know how these people go 60 down my street, but they do. And their car flies like <laughs> it's just like it's, a, it's yeah. insanity. I'm like, this is a neighborhood and people just they don't care. And it's it's really sad. And I'm I am concerned because once. <laughs> Once Madigan wants to go play outside, it's like, well, maybe not because I can't control the people that want to go highway speeds down our street and there's not a sidewalk. Um, it's just, it's really, it's really aggravating. And, you know, I'm sure it is illegal for him to do that, but it, is it, it? It, it, how are you going to get people to yeah. Like people need to slow the F down. Um, I, I have, I'm, I'm fine with them. I just asked for one thing. Um, they would, they might be an eyesore if they're a different color from the street, but fine. Please put the sign saying bump ahead much farther <laughs> away than 10 feet from the actual bump. That's but you I know ask. what, Eric, you know what? If you weren't speeding in the first place, that sign wouldn't even have to be there. Boom! Nope. I'm not speeding. <laughs> But even if I'm going, like, if I'm going 25 in a, on a 25 street, if I'm doing 25 and then all of a sudden I either have to stop or I'm like, uh-oh, there's the bump, and then I'm getting air, so. Yeah, well, you're not ready. It's not really fun. But it, it is illegal to put speed bumps, to put to change the road in any kind of shape or your form, to put up signs on the street as if they're official signs is also illegal. Whatever know. happened... Uh, uh, I don't know why I know that, but I do know it. Like, it's a fact. You can look, you can Google it right now. And I know it's a fact, sure especially in the state of Ohio. It's probably like you can't, you can't tamper with a mailbox. It's probably like I know, I know weird thing. things. But you also, what happened to like the signs that we had when we were kids of like children at play or slow down, like the people used to put in their yards as a community, whatever happened to those signs? Do we, do we like just give up on those? Kids don't play in the streets anymore. There's, they they're should. still around. Like, there are still, um, like, you can get, it's like a little kid with a hat with a flag. Like, you mm -hmm. can get those type of little plastic things to put out, but then you're relying on people to actually read it and obey it. <laughs> What's wrong with your kid? Listen, she I don't know. She wants the boob. <laughs> Give her the boob. Well, she's just mad. Why is she mad? Because she's in the back seat and I'm not paying attention to her. <laughs> Look, I the kid's cute. I those days. And, and Jody's kid is cute. More people should post pictures of what that kid is doing right now. The world would be a better place. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. Right. That might make people I mean, be, be a little safer or think twice or three times about do I want this? What do I want this in my life? Because I know my answer is absolutely not. You know, in a, I mean, in a sick, twisted way, and wow. please tell me if there are other parents <laughs> that feel this way, but, like, it's at the point now where, like, I can tell her cries apart. Like, I can tell right now she's just, it's like a, I want attention cry, 
and it makes me laugh. Like, I think it's funny. And it's probably horrible thing that I'm admitting that. But I no. think it's funny when she's crying because she wants attention. Like, when she's really crying and upset, like, I feel bad. But, like, right now, I'm like, it's funny. It's funny to me. Bethany, that what you just said is not very nurturing and will be part of a true crime psychotic killer docu-series in 25 years when she just when people find Listen, you in the basement. Like I said, <laughs> if, Ashley, if Ashley was on this podcast right now, she'd probably tell you the exact same thing. I think it is nurturing. Like you, you know the difference between your kids crying. Like sometimes kids cry for just they want attention, and it like stresses parents out because they're like, "Why are you crying? I don't know what to do for you. Like I don't know what's going on. Like I need help." But like you're you tuned in enough with your kid to know what that cry is and what's going on. Awareness is not nurturing. <laughs> All right, uh, we're done for today. Bethany, any weekend plans? I think she left. Uh, Philip, I say the no. Just stepping up, stepping up tomorrow night. Okay, Philip. Any weekend stepping plans? Up, stepping up. Um, um, we're allowed to meet people outside now, so maybe I'll go have a drink in the park. It's been nice out. I, okay. I don't really have any plans. No, no, okay. nothing. Sorry. What's the weather like over there? We've had some mild days here. Uh, we get some sun. It's been windy the past few days. A little bit rainy, but it's between like you know, uh, 45, 55. Upper fifties. Do you see? Do you are you? How do you know that? Like, because that would be like seventeen degrees Celsius. Um, it's like ten and eleven Celsius. Actually, I have now started to realize the difference in the Celsius and Fahrenheit. But all my stuff is still set to Fahrenheit. So when I say something, people are like, "Oh, it's fifty-five degrees outside," they look at me like I have two fucking heads still. But they get it, so it's fine. Okay. All right, everybody, have a good weekend. We will reconvene at this time next Friday. Dee 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 dee. Bye. Bye.